Welcome to the Darknet Summary. In the first episode to cover dark web trends that will affect 2023 and beyond, we start afresh by looking at something you'll be accustomed to seeing with all digital goods and services, the option to use a dedicated mobile app. But now, it's no longer just e-commerce stores enticing you to download their latest apps, but also dark web vendors seeking to better reach customers beyond forums and marketplaces. To date, mobile apps offered in the dark web have been mainly used to sell drugs. So why should anyone involved in risk management and anti-fraud need to concern themselves with mobile apps being built by online drug dealers? Thankfully, we're always here to share with you the latest darknet trends. And Netone's intelligence specialist, Michal Barbash, is here to explain why dark web vendors are offering mobile apps to their users and what it could mean for the future of fraud. Analysts, known as the Hunter team from the cybersecurity company ReSecurity, have recently completed an investigation into how some notable dark web vendors, mainly from the Russian-speaking world, are still vying for cybercrime dominance since the closure of the Hydra marketplace. And what better way to entice fraudsters than by improving their service UX, in this case with convenient-to-use Android mobile apps. The addition of mobile apps to customers is just an extension of their existing online service, similar to e-commerce merchants building their own apps to improve the customer experience. But there is also another concern for vendors. They wish to maintain control over the communication channel with their clients. Over the summer 2022, several drug markets were primarily fighting for brand recognition after the loss of Hydra. Notably, a number of key actors moved from Hydra to other marketplaces and started promoting an alternative digital channel, their very own customized mobile apps. At least seven Russian dark web drugstores made dedicated Android apps. What's interesting is that all of them were made on the same engine, which may suggest there is a single developer behind them all. It is not new to outsource developers' work in the dark web. Michal, the existing apps we've seen on the dark web are focused on the sale of illicit drugs. How do the vendors and customers use the apps and why are they popular? Notable underground actors that had built their own mobile apps notified their customers about the need to move to alternative communication channels as a security measure. This was due to increased activity by law enforcement targeting dark web communities. Using their own mobile apps, bad actors can control communications infrastructure and, if necessary, they can easily wipe communication as well as get rid of mobile devices to destroy any evidence of their activities. In a more practical sense, Drag's mobile apps provide the ability to transfer details about successful drug orders and they can also send GPS coordinates of the package left by the courier for further pickup. Typically, such information is transmitted in the form of an image to prevent possible indexing of text. The additional notes may contain details how deep the package has been hidden under the ground or any other information to find it. Imagine a regular e-commerce app or service providing shipment details with the customer being able to track their order. This is very similar, although with a twist focused entirely on illegal services. And finally, Michal, why should anyone involved in risk management need to be aware of mobile apps being provided by dark web vendors? For now, we see that the majority of apps are being used to secure communications for the purpose of buying drugs. Their secure nature, giving vendors full control of the app, allows them to continue their activities should forums and marketplaces go down. It is harder to stop the use of mobile apps. 
and in the worst case scenario, all communications can be wiped and the digital and physical evidence being easily destroyed. As for the use of mobile apps, they provide dark web vendors and their customers with the ability to communicate in real time to purchase deals and arrange drops. The high level of anonymity is also desirable, especially as law enforcement agencies around the world can act and enforce closures of markets and forums through raids. Such services are expected to continue to grow in 2023. However, it is important to understand that the desire for high-level anonymity is desirable for any cybercriminals, especially those wishing to commit online payment fraud and selling or buying stolen credit card details. Although dark web forums and marketplaces are unlikely to be replaced by mobile apps, just like in e-commerce and online financial services, they will act as an extension of existing web-based services. Thank you, Michal. As global fraud rates continue to grow, it's always fascinating to see just how professional-looking online fraud services have become and how they evolve to remain relevant. Nowadays, cybercriminals can produce effective fraud tools and have the means to market them that can rival almost any legitimate company's marketing campaigns. Understanding how easy it can be for fraudsters to access knowledge, tools and services needed to commit fraud is therefore essential for any company involved in risk management. That is why we always continue to follow the latest dark web trends in order to bolster our defences against threats. That's the end of the Darknet Summary. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next month for the latest episode of the Darknet Summary. Our Neto and Fraud Prevention blog also contains a wealth of expert analysis on the dark web and anti-fraud issues in general, so feel free to check those out. If you wish to contact us regarding anything you've heard in this podcast or have general suggestions for us, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Send us an email to contact at netone.com.